You're listening to a podcast hosted on the Podcaster Matrix. Get your entire podcast library hosted now at podcastermatrix.com. Welcome to Small Business Saturdays. The Small Business Saturdays podcast. With your host and my husband. And my dad, Aaron Montgomery. Join the conversation. Let's talk some business. Welcome to Small Business Saturdays. I am excited to talk to you today about finding your niche. Um, last week, we talked about uh, the customer experience and, and how that uh, worked out and what that meant and yesterday on the two regular guys podcast we had monty mims from sanmar on and he echoed a lot of the sentiments that i had about customer experience the week before so um really good stuff you know you can go listen to that at two regular guys.com but as i said today we're going to talk about finding your niche um this is a topic that uh, i've actually covered extensively in different segments i don't think we've ever specifically had during Small Business Saturdays a finding your niche deal. But we I know we talked about it a lot during the developing a business plan section. We talked about it uh, a lot in that marketing part there. In the digital marketing thing that I did, we've talked about it extensively on the Two Regular Guys podcast. So if you guys don't know by now that I am a big, big fan of niche marketing, then uh, you're hiding under a rock. But um, today, I want to go a little bit deeper into it. What I want to do is kind of talk strategy, which we've covered a little bit. I'm going to go a little deeper into that. But then I'm going to talk about some specific ways to find your niche and, uh, you know, allow us to get into that a little bit deeper. So um, are we ready to dive in today? And again, uh, Cheryl, good morning. Good to see you. Hopefully uh, you're doing well, getting excited for Las Vegas um, I will see you out there. I can't wait to uh, to see you and get a chance. Maybe we'll do a quick live video together or something like that. Have some fun. But um, SGA Las Vegas coming up next week. Excited to head out to that. All right. So let's talk about finding your niche. The reason that I want to talk about this, and again, like I said, I've talked about this extensively. So if I'm repeating myself, deal with it. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. If I'm repeating myself, it's just because it's very important to me. Um, but the reason I always talk about this and the reason I think this is a huge thing for all small businesses to do and to really own is because it allows you to sell on your value. You're not competing price to price because if you have a niche, your price is what your price is. People are going to come to you because you can solve a problem for them that's specific. So you don't have to be the lowest price guy. Now, if you're gouging, that's a different story, but you can sell on your value, sell what you're worth to your customers if you have a good strong niche that you've defined and owned. So how do we, how do we look at this a little bit differently? Um, one of the things that we've talked about in the past is the blue versus green ocean theories. And, and I'm gonna talk about that here today as well. So let's define that really quick. And, and this is basically how people are looking at niche marketing and finding your niche is, is by kind of these two different things. So a green ocean would be a section of the ocean where there's a ton of fish. It's a lot of stuff going on. Everybody's doing it. And um, you're just trying to shout as loudly as you can and, and hope that people are going to find you. But what we really want to do is we want to carve out and find a section of that ocean that's blue. We're the only fish there. We're the ones that are at the top of the heap. So we're not yelling. We're just sharing. We're, we're being 
we're in our own little area. So it's a segment where no competition can touch you. What what you are known for, what people uh, are think about you when they think about your business. So we're looking for a blue ocean segment. And so how do we do that? Well, a lot of the advice out there is to follow your passion. And I, trust me, I, I get that. I don't know if you can see it here, but so, somewhere right over here on this, now, you're not going to be able to see it on, on this, I don't think, but passion. Pa I'm passionate about a lot of things. And following your passion is definitely something that's important, but it's a bit of a cautionary tale as well. So um, I don't know if you guys have heard of a gentleman by the name of Mike Rowe, probably. I would guess and most of you have heard of him. He was the host of uh, a program on the Discovery Channel called Dirty Jobs. And he's a really interesting guy. Um, I really like listening to him. He's got uh, some new stuff he's doing on Facebook and things like that. But not terribly long ago, I can't remember exactly when, he uh, gave a commencement speech Um and he really made an interesting, maybe even controversial comment during that, where he said, don't follow your passion, never follow your passion. So what his quote was, though, is it said, don't follow your passion, but bring it with you. Meaning, if you're following your passion, it's very fickle. You know, it could be something that, yes, it's really passionate to you, but is it going to make you a success in your business, in your career, et cetera, et cetera? Maybe not, because just because you're passionate about something doesn't mean you're really great at that thing. Um, I'll give you an example of of me. For example, um, my passion for a long time has always been volleyball. Love volleyball, watch it all the time, drives my wife crazy sometimes that I sit and spend an entire weekend watching Amazon Prime with the Association of Volleyball Professionals going on in the background. So again, huge passion of mine, but I'm not the best at it. You know, to, to reach a point where you can actually make a decent living as a male volleyball player, you have to be one of the top maybe 100 players in the country. And I'm six feet tall. Most of these guys are six, eight, six, nine, seven foot and are, are still as athletic, if not more athletic than I was. So I was never going to be the best at that. That didn't take away the passion I had for it any. You know, I, I also explored coaching. Um, in fact, I spent, uh, I think it was about three years. I moved to Boston for three years because there were so many schools in one place. I figured I could get into college volleyball coaching that way. And I went all in. I moved out there. I was coaching four different teams, a couple of high school teams, a couple of college teams, and was was just all in. And it was awesome. But it also didn't pay the bills. You know, I was not going to get to that level where it was going to pay the bills. So I didn't let that passion die, but I realized I was not going to be able to make a living to someday have a family and, and pay for that family and things like that following my passion. Hi, I'm Kyleen, and you're listening to an episode of the Small Business Saturdays podcast. Do you want to subscribe to the Small Business Saturdays podcast? Head over to smallbusinesssaturdayspodcast.com. There are tons of ways to subscribe. Click on your favorite and grab all the information about growing your small business. Use that as kind of a cautionary tale. Yes, we want to incorporate our passions into our business, but let's not follow it. Let's just let it help guide us in certain things and maybe lead us to certain other areas where we can be more successful. So that's one thing with your niche marketing. Um, Cheryl agrees that passion is key and absolutely 100% agree with that. But like I said, just don't let it take over and get in the way of fogging your decisions about, hey, I'm passionate about this, so this is going to automatically be successful. 
Well, can you be the best at that? There may be a lot of people that are passionate about, but there are a lot of people that are passionate about volleyball. Was I able to get to that pinnacle level? No. Do I love it any less? No. So there, there's passion. So how do we find what our niche is going to be? How do we discover where we're going to carve out our little blue ocean segment? Well, one thing that I've talked about before, and I think this is a great uh, way to go about it. My friend Terry Combs uses this uh, method a lot for a lot of things, and, and I love it, and I use it a lot myself now. And basically just sits down with a yellow legal pad or, or whatever, sits down and writes out 10 to 20 things. Just not a lot of thought being put into it. You know, just kind of like, okay, what could my niche be? Um, you know, going through the list of things like, you know, current customers that I really enjoy doing business with, what kinds of things am I doing for them? Things that you enjoy making, you know, maybe you hate making A, but you love making B, you know, so that maybe that's your niche there. So just really quickly kind of list all of these things out, you know, what passionate things, things that you're passionate about, list those things, things that you do better than anybody else. What, what is it that you, is your unique skill set? that makes you stand out. And, and I don't care who you are. And I don't care if you think that you don't have something that makes you stand out. You absolutely do. Everybody does. You just have to find that. You just have to believe in yourself. You know, and a lot of times those things that you're passionate about, the things that you enjoy doing, those are also the things that you are better than anybody else at, you know, so don't, don't uh, be too down on yourself. You absolutely, I don't, again, I don't care who you are, what you're doing. There is one thing that you do better than anybody else. So within that group of all those things that I just mentioned, I'm racing through here because um, <laughs> I want I've got it, I want to get all this great stuff in for you. In that list, you're going to write all these things out. After you've done that, you go back to that list and you really start thinking about each one of them. And I bet in that list of 20 things, you're going to find a couple of gems in there that really kind of speak to you. Um, you know, so that's that's a really great way to kind of get this started. So now we've kind of starting to feel out what our niche is and, and what our niche market's going to be. We're really kind of feeling good about these things. So let, let me kind of back that up a little bit and kind of give you an example. You know, maybe you got into this to sell shirts. That was why you got into our industry, why you got into the business is you wanted to sell shirts. You saw other people doing it, looked fun, looked easy, whatever the case may be. That is green. That's green ocean. You want to sell shirts. Think about who your competitors are. Custom Inc. I, I can't go and watch a television show without running across the Custom Inc. Uh, ad on television. Uh, maybe your, com your competitor is also Amazon. They've got Amazon merch and they're pumping out shirts now. You know, your competitors are every single other screen printer out there. Again, big, huge segment. Are you going to be able to outspend them? A Super Bowl ad costs $5 million just for the 30-second TV spot. Do you have that? Are you going to be able to outspend those folks? So selling shirts can't be your niche. So what we want to do is we want to take that piece, that big, wide piece, and we want to narrow it down into a, a little bit more of a funnel. So what makes us better than Custom Inc. or Amazon? Maybe it's that we're local. You know, We're, we're there in the community. Maybe our thing is sustainability. We're only using products that are sustainable. We're all about it. We're giving back. We're recycling. We're doing all these amazing things for our planet. Great stuff. I mentioned giving back. Maybe we're giving back more. Maybe we have something, you know, maybe we lost a loved one to breast cancer. We're in, it's October, so it's uh, Breast Cancer Awareness Month. 
you know, so maybe everything we make, a little bit of that goes back into that research or something, some way to give back. Maybe you have art services. A lot of people, when they come up with their great idea for a t-shirt or whatever they're, they're needing, it's probably over a meal. It's probably sketched out on a napkin. And I'm sure if you've been selling shirts for a while, you've had somebody come to you and say, here's what I want and here's my napkin. Well, they're not going to take that to Custom Inc. They're not going to take that to Amazon. They're going to take it to somebody like you that can help them make that vision into actually something that can be printed and, and really makes them feel good. So, you know, narrow that down. What makes you better? Okay. So now we've got it narrowed down, but I think we're still kind of in a green category. A lot of those things are a lot of things that other people can and, and, and do as well. So let's narrow it down even more. Now we're looking at things like, okay, so we're local, maybe we're really big into youth sports. Maybe the future of our world is so important to us that that's what we're really about. You know, maybe we're able to help them with fundraising activities, you know, set them up an online store where all they have to do is send people there and you're making shirts for them. There's enough profit margin that everybody gets a little piece of that pie. You know, maybe you have other services that you provide. Maybe you can not only provide shirts, but you can provide a coffee mug or, or, or whatever the case may be. Um, maybe you're really involved in a part of the community. You're going to rotary activities. You know, what are the, the things that get you even further down that rabbit hole into this is me. Nobody else can touch me. This is my blue ocean segment right here. Nobody else can touch that. So, you know, I'll go back to my volleyball example. If I was a garment decorator, an active garment decorator, that might be an area where I want to go because I am still so passionate about volleyball that I know all the rules that go along with it. You know, so if a team is competing in USAV, which stands for United States of America Volleyball Association, um, they, you know that I need a, uh, I think it's a six inch. <laughs> I said, I, I knew, I knew all about these things, but the rules may have changed um, that, that you need a six inch number on the left chest. It can't be centered and that you need an, a 10 inch number centered on the back. And those are the requirements for participating. So you know all about that. You, you have stock. You, you know that, hey, I don't want to put a big piece of vinyl right here on the center of a volleyball jersey because when somebody goes to dive forward and they hit that wood floor playing volleyball and that vinyl sticks and they whack their face into the ground, that's they're not going to be real happy with that uniform. So, again, I, I know everything about this little little segment. So refine it down to that, refine it down to that area again, where I've got the specific quote up here, where, where no competition can touch you, where you, what you are known for. Okay. So refine it down to that. And now you have your blue ocean. All right. So this, this is going to do a lot for us because it's going to guide us. It's going to tell us where you're going to promote you know, you, you don't need to go out and have a Super Bowl ad because I don't need to touch billions of eyeballs. I need to touch 100 eyeballs that are interested in my little segment. You know, so now we can go spend, instead of spending $5 million on a Super Bowl ad, like Custom Inc. or Amazon or whoever, we can now go and spend $25 on a Facebook ad within our group or community that we've already been a part of. Um, it also helps us define our message. You know, if, if volleyball uniforms for youth sports as fundraisers is your thing, then that's the message you want to be putting out there. That doesn't mean that that's all you're ever going to, going to do, 
you know, Susie on the volleyball team probably has brother John that maybe plays lacrosse and Susie's volleyball team loves working with you so much. You've helped them so much that Susie's parents say, Hey, John's coach for the lacrosse team. If you need uniforms or you need bags, I work with Aaron Montgomery. He's amazing. And now all of a sudden, because you are the best at your segment, other people are coming to you. They're attracted to the best. They're, you own that segment. You're the best. Um, I, before on this show, I've actually played a clip from Brett Bowden of Printed Threads in Fort Worth. And, and that's what they've done. They've owned the band merch area. But that's not all that they do now. You know, they're printing shirts for the Dallas Mavericks, the NBA basketball team, things like that. So own that niche, find that niche. And uh, there we go. So anybody questions? I uh, got one here. Martha, good morning. Hopefully you are doing well. Um, Ashley, thank you so much for joining. I, and Cheryl, I really appreciate the kind words. Uh, right back at you. Cheryl is awesome as well. I love collaborating with her. I'm doing some amazing things. What else do you got over there, Kylie? Kylie's my wife and she's helping me this morning. Um, Cheryl, thank you. This is, again, as you can tell, as I'm flying through, <laughs> screaming this stuff out, it's something I'm so passionate about. I, I, I love this part of our business. I love being able to help people find where they can do the best with what they do. You know, what, what makes you the best and find that. And I absolutely 100% believe that Everybody, every single person in the whole wide world has something that they are the very best at. You just might not have found it yet. So spend some time searching, writing, thinking, getting away from your day-to-day -day jobs of business and go ahead and really do take the time to find what you're going to be best at. All right. So any questions? Ashley, thank you for joining us. Debbie, hi, how are you? Good to see you. Anybody else in there? Anybody got questions? Anybody wanted to share what their niche is? Um, love to hear that as well. So um, you guys are, are awesome. I so appreciate you uh, joining me this morning. Cheryl says, I would love to put that quote on a plaque. Cheryl, let's do it. Um, we got several quotes that we, <laughs> we need to dig out of there. So let's do it. Um, and and I'll, I will display it for the world to see. <laughs> Speaking of things I need to display, Cheryl, um, I'm going off on a tangent here, but uh, we did a Facebook Live together in Cheryl's group not too long ago, and we were talking about mermaid tails, and I promised that I would post a picture of me in the mermaid tail, and I've been remiss, so I do have that picture. In fact, I got my son to join me in, a, in the youth version, so I will uh, try to get over to uh, Cheryl's Facebook group today and, and post that picture uh, of me in the mermaid tail. So <laughs> you guys can enjoy, please just keep it in the group. All right. I don't need it to go too far out into the world. All right. Anything else before we kind of call it a morning about 20 minutes through today? Thank you guys so much for joining me. Um, I'm going to hang tight for one second here. Um, all right. So last thing before we get out of here, actually two things um, we're scrolling uh, get connected down at the bottom. So obviously go there. Um, that gets you signed up for my email and for information. Uh, I'm going to get uh, an email blast out this weekend. So um, latest and greatest, I've got some seminars coming up at SGA that I want you to know about, but a whole bunch of other stuff that I always share each month there. So that's going out soon. Um, the other thing I want you to do though, is I, I really, like I said, this 
topic of finding your niche is something I, I really love. And I, and I love exploring that with people. Um, so if you want, totally up to you, not a homework assignment like we did with the business plan development, but if you'd like, you can email me, Aaron at montcoconsulting.com. I'll get a link back into the video a little bit later here. And, um, email me there and email me what your niche is or what you're thinking about. Maybe give me your list and tell me where you're struggling. Where, where do you need to go? You know, and, and let's explore that together. I'd love to do that. No, no charge, totally free because I'm passionate about it. Again, it's not going to make me successful, but if I can help you, I think maybe down the road, we can all be successful together. So anything else before we get out of here, Kylene, we good covered it all. Thank you guys so much. Have a wonderful rest of your Saturday and the rest of your weekend. Thanks for tuning into another episode of Small Business Saturday Podcast. We appreciate having you as part of the community of listeners. Tune in for the live video sessions at facebook.com slash aaronmontgomery.info to become part of the active community. You can contact me directly at aaron at montcoconsulting.com. Thanks again for listening.